Welcome to the Dale Sabor A Tu Salute podcast by Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. Join me as we steep in the world of Tadine with tea-inspired recipes, steeping tips, and interviews with fellow creatives, foodies, and entrepreneurs from our community. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in today's show notes. Celine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am so excited for this conversation. Can you share with us who you are and how you serve your community? Hi, Carla. Yes, thanks for having me. My name is Celine Melendez. I am behind the account of At Home with Celine, and my content mainly focuses on budgeting, budget home, and lifestyle tips for my followers, my friends. I tend to reach out more to the home decor community, but I'm trying to expand my my niche a little bit to a little bit of, of everything. I love it. Your content is so inspiring. You get me purchasing all kinds of things. I would love to know what's in your tasa. What was your last studying tea? Um, so I'm actually currently drinking chamomile tea, te de manzanilla. Uh, I woke up feeling a little under the weather today. Weather is finally cooling down here in Texas. Thank God for that. <laughs> so chamomile tea is like my go-to. So that's currently what, what I'm drinking. And can you tell me about your family history with Dadine? Yeah. So I started working with Dadine earlier this year. Funnily, what, what ended up happening was they reached out to me and I didn't realize that I've actually been having Dadine in my cabinets forever. It was such a, I don't know, like an ironic moment when I was looking through my cabinets. I was like, wait a minute, this is the company that I'm going to be working with. And when I got back to them and, you know, let them know about my realization, they were like, oh my God, you know, that's, that's so cool. So I've actually, I want to say I've been drinking Tadine teas for what it feels like forever, but just until recently I started uh, collaborating with them. And they just recently had an event in Houston. Can you tell me about that event? Yes, that was actually, um, it was my first event ever. I, I got a chance to experience that. It was here in Houston in a botanical garden, which was beautiful. I've actually never been to that. So it was kind of like a hidden gem for me. But it was an amazing experience. I got to meet a few of the Tadin ladies and a lot of other Houston content creators. We got to learn a little bit more about Tadin's history, creating our own little tea blend. That was awesome. The smells were just, <laughs> I wish I could describe them to you. A little bit of taste testing. It was just an overall really humbling experience. I felt really connected to them. It felt really intimate and personal. So it was definitely something that I enjoyed 100%. Oh, I love hearing that. And also that you got to connect with other people in your community. What was that like? Absolutely. I um, So there was a few new faces that I, I got to meet and there was a few that I have actually been following for a while, like Patty and Melina. And I was fangirling a little bit. Um, I was so nervous. Like I said, this was my first event. So I was so nervous meeting them in person. But honestly, they were everybody was so welcoming. So I felt like I've known them forever. It was it was something I'll never forget for sure. It's so heartwarming to hear. Celine, I would love to know more about what you do and what types of content create, but also the motivation behind why you started your home decor account. Yeah, absolutely. So I started my account a couple of years ago, actually, when my father had recently passed away and I was battling a little bit with depression. 
And I kind of noticed that rearranging a room would help get me out of a funk or if I was having a bad day and I painted a piece of furniture that was kind of really therapeutic for me. I started posting pictures online on a Facebook group and, you know, people were just, they kept inspiring me and kept motivating me. So I was like, let me open up an actual account. And my account just kind of blew up from from the moment that I started doing that. It was actually a little overwhelming, I guess you could say, because I didn't feel like I had the budget to keep constantly, you know, renovating a room or redecorating. So I tried to focus on, okay, can I do this on a budget? Can I do this while still staying true to myself and not going, you know, broke, trying to maintain this image on social media? So I stuck to what I know. Thrifting, garage sales is something that I've always done since I was a kid. I know thrifting is kind of like cool now, but I've I've been doing this since I was little with my mom. Garage sales, secondhand things. um, It was something that felt familiar. It felt, you know, like home. So hence my account at home with Celine. I like to, you know, show people that it's, it's something that you can definitely obtain having the quote unquote Pinterest worthy home on, on a budget. And this is how you plan as well. Like you mood board and you plan on Pinterest. Can you tell me about how that inspires the decor? Yeah. So Pinterest, it's funny because I remember when I started my account, I was kind of new to Pinterest. I didn't really know how it worked. And I remember seeing all these beautiful, colorful images and thinking, oh my God, I can, I could totally see my space looking like this, but how can I obtain, you know, this furniture or how can I get this decor? So what I like to do is save pins on my Pinterest board. I'll go to the thrift store or I'll hit up the flea market, garage sales, having my phone with me and my Pinterest boards, trying to find objects that are similar to what I've pinned is usually my my go-to routine on how to, you know, style the space. And how do you shop for those home decor items? When you are out, like, are you looking for specific colors or textures? Like, what is the connection between something that might be on Pinterest and something that you might find in real life? So I like to say that there's there's only one role for home decor. I know other home decor accounts might disagree, but to me, it's if you like it, buy it. If you love it, if something you know inside of you is telling you, hey, that that piece is amazing, even though you know it might not be everyone's cup of tea. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know if you like it, buy it. Um, I like to think that our houses should be a reflection of who we are. Um, you know, not your neighbor, not your cousin, your family member. It should be a reflection of who you are. So if you love a piece, even though it might not be trendy or it might not go with everything in your home, then then buy it. I mean, life's too short. So that's usually how I like to, you know, when I go out and purchase things, if I see something and I'm like, oh, this isn't necessarily what's on this board, but it's I like it or I feel like it would look good in this space, I I usually buy it. And what is one of your favorite items that you've purchased recently and put into your home? Um, there are like so many things. (laughs) I wouldn't call myself a hoarder because I think I like to, once I've loved a piece in my home, I like to kind of let it make its way into its new home, whether it's like by redonating to local charity shops or even reselling. Like I know, I know there's a lot of resellers out there, but usually when I resell online, I like to, my rule of thumb is sell it at the price that I found it or you've 
or even cheaper to make somebody else's day. Because I know when I find a score and I'm like, oh my God, this was only two bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I like to, you know, kind of pass on that feeling to somebody else. And if they can feel the same way that I felt when I found it, then I know I've done my part. But gosh, there's so many items that I have purchased recently that have just brought me so much joy. There was a jewelry organizer that I found at the flea market not that long ago. It's vintage and I had been looking for it forever. I would see it on resellers pages and I was just like, "Mm, now's not the time. Now's not the time. So when I saw that at at the flea market, I like ran to it. It was kind of dusty, but I was like, I go just clean this up. (laughs) It's going to look perfect on my dresser. So I think that's one of my my recent uh, favorite finds is, you know, finding something that you've been searching for forever and then you see it and it's it's amazing, you know. That's amazing. And so I want to get into this a little bit. The ways that you repurpose or redesign, painting is one of them. Do you do anything else? Do you do reupholstering or I'm, I'm not sure how deep you go into redesigning or reimagining? Maybe that's a better question. How do you reimagine something that you've purchased? Like, is there a different use or purpose that you can buy an item for and then bring it into your home and then maybe use it for something else? Yeah, absolutely. There's been a few things that I have purchased that their intention was for one thing, but I've used for others. Side tables are one of my favorite things to use for like storage. I you can obviously use it as a side table, bookshelf. I you know stack my books on it for my boys for toy storage. There's so many things that you can uh, repurpose things for. Currently, right now, I'm using a credenza that was I'm not sure what it was meant to be. I think it was a vintage headboard. I don't know how to describe it to you, but it was meant to be a headboard. I want to say maybe from the 60s or 70s. And I'm currently using it as a credenza for my TV. So it was like an oak, like an orangey oak color. I'm not sure how to describe it, but I I really wasn't feeling that tone. So I painted it pink, surprise, (laughs) and um, I'm using it for my TV now. So there's definitely a lot of things out there that, you know, if you see something in the store and you're like, I love this, but what could I use it for? You know, there's, you can always think outside the box and repurpose it and use it for something else that it, than it was intended for. And then color too. Color is a big thing. I love painting. So if I don't like the color of a piece of furniture, I already know I have a color in mind. I'm buying it, taking it home and repainting it. And what is the process of repainting for someone that's new to this? or new to the idea that they could actually change the color of an item. What does that look like? Yeah, so I've gotten over the years, I think I've gotten somewhat of um, experience with painting at first. Obviously, when I started doing this, I would buy pieces and they weren't the, that's for example, Ikea furniture. I didn't realize you had to prime that first because of its, you know, glossiness and the paint won't stick. So I had to learn the hard way. There's There are certain pieces that you have to prime prep correctly before you can paint them. And then there's other pieces, I would say maybe like the older pieces, that there's not a lot of work that needs to be go into it to, to refinish it. But there's definitely a process for everything. I, I'm kind of impatient. So I like to get things done quickly. So when I buy a piece of furniture and I'm like, okay, I want to get this done or I want to, you know, have this in the space that I imagined it in already. My husband's usually pretty good at helping me prepping and then I finish by, by painting. And what does it look like to spray paint? If Is that an option? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have spray painted quite a bit of things. Um, you would be surprised at how many cans of spray paint I have in my cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And so, all right, I'm going to ask you about 
shopping for food ingredients because you use ingredients in especially your Danim posts. How do you shop for food? Um, for food, that is a great question. I typically, honestly, my husband is the not necessarily the cook because I cook as well, but um, he's a big help. He's honestly a big help. He loves to cook and at my mom. I always, obviously, you know, Tadine was introduced to me, not Tadine, but like the label itself, but teas. I've been, I've been drinking this since forever. I remember my mom making the manzanilla and, you know, or when we were sick, she would be like, tomate un te para esto, tomate un te para el otro. So my mom is a big inspiration to me. And whenever I have doubts about something, I will be at the store and I'm at mom, I'm at Walmart. What kind of herbs do I need for this? Or and she'll tell me, you know, like buy the canela sticks or instead of this or buy, you know, there's, there's just so many things that I'm sure you're aware that you can add to your tea. So usually she's my go-to. I'll call her and ask her, how do you prep this? Or how did you make this when I was little? I remember it tasting so good. So my husband and my mom are a big, are a big help in that. Oh, that's so sweet to have those memories of your mom and to have such a helpful partner as well. I want to know more about, and I'd like to get into how you not only bring things into your home and give them a new life, but also that they go back out into the world. And I would like to know, how does this affect your family? Like, is this something that you're teaching your kids? Yeah. At first, I think my husband was a little concerned. (laughs) Because I would be like, oh my God, look at this piece of furniture on the side of the road. And he would look at me like I was crazy. Like, what do you mean? You want that for our house? But, you know, I just had a vision for it. Like, I I feel like I, you know, see something and I'm like, well, I don't like this color. We can change the color, you know, spray paint, paint. Or I don't like what it's meant to be used for. We can repurpose it for something else. Like I mentioned earlier, whenever I feel like I it's lived its life in my home, if I feel like I don't want to resell and I want to donate, um, there are some local charity shops here in my town that I tend to gravitate towards too. They usually help like domestic violence victims, single moms who, you know, need that extra help. That's typically where I tend to redonate to non- nonprofit organizations like that. Um, or even to my friends or family, if I have a best friend who is obsessed with thrifting and home decor as well. So you know, I'll shoot her a text. Hey, I don't want this anymore. Do you want it? And she's like, yes, or vice versa, you know, just kind of expanding the life of that item versus it going to, you know, to the landfill. It's amazing that you give them new life. I would like to know more about your motivation for working with the Latine community. Like what is your drive behind sharing the way that you decorate, the way that you use home decor in your life and for your family? Yeah, um, for sure. So I grew up in a, you know, low income household community. And I feel like going to La Segunda or going to garage sales was something that we always did. And I enjoyed as a, as a child. And now that I'm older and I have realized that I can have that Pinterest worthy home on a budget and find items that don't necessarily cost a ton of money. Cause I know it, it's not 
you know, attainable for, for everyone, myself, you know, included. I like that I can inspire people through my account to reach that, to say, hey, I live in an apartment, but I still want my apartment to look nice. I can do that on a budget. Or I just bought a house and we don't have, you know, a ton of money to furnish everything brand new. I can do that by going to resale shops or single moms or college students. I know those there, there's just some times where, you know, money's not readily available and I pride myself and when people come to my house and they ask me, oh, you're, you know, where'd you get this from? Or your house looks amazing. You know, how did you get it? Like I pride myself in answering every single time that I've thrifted everything or I've taken my time to select items because I want people to know that it's definitely something that you can obtain. That's the main goal behind my account is to let people know that they're not alone. We all struggle. And I hope that when you come to my account and you see my my posts or my reels, you think, you know, hey, if she can do it, I can do it too. It's so inspiring, Celine. Thank you so much. How can we find you? How can we support your work? Uh, thank you. Thank you, Carla. So I am currently just on Instagram and um, TikTok uh, at, at home with Celine. I am working on getting a um, website up and running, so it's not fully there yet, but hopefully soon you'll be able to, to find me there as well. Gracias. Thank you so much for steeping in the world of Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in the show notes. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a review. Adios. 